1: This is Talk Sport Daily.
2: Hello, hello, hello. Happy Monday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talk Sport Daily podcast with, of course, me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And obviously, you can check me out on Drive today from 4pm and for the rest of your lives. Anyway, we begin with the Manchester derby, where, of course, Manchester United won the second half and Man City won the first half, meaning, of course, the game was a draw. Although, on paper, it says... Man City 163. Anyway, here's the fallout on Talksport from that draw.
1: There is the whistle City 6, United 3. Just the nine goals. Sam, this afternoon. The champions, and as many would have it, the champions elect at their very best. Embarrassment for their red rivals, Haaland and Foden with hat
0: tricks. The most important thing is the fact that you see the team today, like it's uh, we have seen this for four or five years and this you cannot imagine how difficult it is. One season you can win one title, you won't do it. But every season being there, being there, being there, every single three days, no competitions. This is the, the most satisfaction as a manager or be part of this group with these players and staff and background staff. So still we still are doing this and this is so difficult in a sport, so difficult.
1: 7 or 8 nil up in the first half and nobody would have had an eyelid. It's the most comfortable and relaxed I've been at half-time in a derby game because it doesn't matter how bad your opposition is. You're still a bit edgy, aren't you? you know, We're old-school City fans. We don't, ex- we still don't go into a game expecting us to win. But, I mean, just unbelievably the gulf was there for all to see and this is the team that comfortably beat Arsenal. I just don't think anybody else has got a chance.
2: Here's the United gaffer, Eric Hag on the back of that jewel. I think yeah, we are in a process, and uh, I knew before, uh, uh, big teams like cities, probably the best team. When you are not good, you get hammered. And today we were not good. We didn't follow the rules, the principles we have in our way of play, and then yeah, you get hammered. That is what we have to accept. But uh, don't get me wrong, this performance is unacceptable.
3: I really come into this game so positive of the last couple of games against Arsenal and Liverpool and whatever. And then um, today, we just, just didn't turn up. And I just, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, are you as good as Ollie, Eric or what? Because we just never attacked. I thought we were going to go right at him. Well,
0: that's an interesting happened. point, isn't it? We just, we no, that's,
3: that's an interesting
1: on. point, because actually... Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer had a very good record in these derbies and actually did a, a number on Pep Guardiola. This... How does has how Eric yeah. Ten Hag not learned from that?
3: I don't know. I don't know. Ollie had, a, Like you say, Ole had a great record against him because we attacked and we, we, we went straight at him today. We just I, th- I, I thought to myself, I'm looking at him and I thought, why are we sitting back? Why are we giving so much space in midfield?
2: On now to the boot room. On Talk Sport with Alex Crook, Darren Ambrose, and Adebayo Akin Benoit.
4: The first half performance was as bad as anything we've seen in recent years. And, and you, you think that there's been quite a few low points uh, since Sir Alex Ferguson watching on Ashen Face from the stand at the Etihad retired. And I used the word cowards in a tweet at half-time. Now that may seem strong. I know it's not a word that ex-footballers particularly enjoy. But there was no belief in in that Manchester United team. Every time they they got the ball, they looked like rabbits in the headlights. They were scared to go forward. They were scared to put pressure on what was a very makeshift Manchester City defence. And actually... Eric Ten Haag has come out and really backed me up because his comments after the game, he says it's quite simple. It's a lack of belief. We didn't bring it on the
2: pitch from the first minute on and I don't know why. I'm really surprised by that. So I have to find out. I have to talk with my players why. We have to find out why it is because when you are not confident,
4: you can never win again. And you get hammered. That is what happened today. So Eric Ten Hag pulling no punches in his post-match assessment. And I do wonder now if some of those Manchester United players have the minerals to really get the club back to where they belong. Because no Manchester United team, no no matter how good the opponent should be conceding six goals in any game, let alone in a Manchester derby. There was no belief, there was no commitment. None of what we saw in the game against Liverpool, which is an even bigger grudge match in the eyes of Manchester United supporters. They were in the faces of Liverpool. Why didn't they do that?
2: Now, of course, Man City and Man United sharing nine goals meant there was no more goals left to share in the Premier League, which meant Leeds United and Aston Villa finished nil-nil. His reaction to that game.
3: Leeds nil, Aston Villa nil on the result, greeted with great celebration by Leeds and great frustration by Villa because, as you say, Leeds played almost the entire second half with ten men and Villa still couldn't score. They do get one point on the road, but they would have expected more. Before the
2: game, obviously, if you get a point at a tough place like Leeds, of course, you definitely consider it. We're not stupid. Um, especially with the injuries that we've got. But the way the game panned out, and we had obviously the numerical advantage for, for a big chunk of the second half, I expect us to go and win the game from that position.
3: I respect Gerard and respect everything he's he's done. People want to say that, you know what, what he did at Rangers, I thought what he did at Rangers was cool and I think he's trying to assemble a good Aston Villa team. Um, he's got some good players. It's not working. But listen, again it's 11 months he's been there have to say though in the end that uh, sending off a of Sinisterra makes it a good point for Leeds but really much ado about not too much final score Leeds nil Aston Villa nil
4: yeah I thought first half I would have liked to have seen us play a little more positively a little bit more assertively uh, you know to play forward and to, in the final third have a little bit more poise to make some final actions we talked about some of these things at, we made some tactical adjustments at halftime and some of these important things about not being frustrated with the referee not being frustrated with the opponent trying to slow the game down and then we picked up a bad yellow second yellow red card and we put ourselves in jeopardy at that moment i think what you saw was total commitment from the group Um, we worked on man down tactics over the last couple weeks so next time maybe i'll work man up tactics instead but um, i think that helped us in the moment to understand our roles and then yeah again what you saw is a group that can fight and run and has belief in each other so that part was really good
2: Time now to hear from former Premier League striker Tony Cascarino raising his concerns about Liverpool at the moment after their draw with Brighton. Liverpool 3,
3: Brighton
2: 3. It's Leandro Trossard who's got it and hits his third of the game.
3: Brighton deserve to win. Alisson pulled off a couple of really good yeah. saves. You know, own goal got Liverpool the, the lead. I'm very concerned. I'm very concerned about Liverpool. And I'm, I don't think Liverpool have got better at all. Apart from the 9-0 result, which was Bournemouth, when they played Bournemouth at their very worst. You know, you mentioned well, Arsenal next week. Arsenal will beat this Liverpool team at a minute. An absolutely sensational match of football and it's finished all square. Liverpool 3, Brighton 3, and both teams will come away from this thinking they could have defended better. The midfield's been decimated at times and it looks like they're struggling. You know, Van Dijk's not playing nowhere near to what he know he's capable of. There's been injuries at centre-half that, and yes, Liverpool are getting their players back. But they are off the pace. Liverpool are not on the pace what they once were. This I've had this thrown at me so many times about Mane. But, oh, they're missing Mane. Mane wouldn't be doing much better than with this team. They're not defending as a team now. They are off the pace. They are not getting close to their opposition. And that is costing Liverpool dearly at the moment.
2: On now to the former Wolves winger Matt Jarvis, reacting to Bruno large's dismissal as manager at Monmouth.
1: Breaking news on TalkSport. Big breaking news in the last few minutes, and that is that Bruno Large, we understand it on TalkSport, has been relieved of his duties. I was actually at the game yesterday, um, and... The fans were making it clear that they thought that this is probably the, the best decision for them. And as Bruno Large headed over towards those Wolves fans, they gave him absolute dog's abuse. They do well in the first two-thirds of the pitch. The defence, they pass the ball round. They get through the lines. They, they've they got really good players. It's the final third that's been really letting them down. And I think a lot of the fans yesterday were bemused by the selection and putting Neves at, at centre-half without using one of the young lads, maybe Totti to... come in and play and why were they in the squad if you're not going to use them on a fans point of view I think they made themselves very clear that they weren't happy and for them this was coming
2: Now ahead of tonight's live commentary of Leicester taking on East Midlands rivals Nottingham Forest on TalkSport let's hear from both managers we'll get the take of Steve Cooper but first here's Fox's gaffer Brendan Rodgers
0: It's a great game for us to to look forward to. You know what we really owe the supporters on this one. You know, has been a great start to the season for us. The, the result last last year, so we're we're very determined. The the attitude is there for us, and the energy is there to to produce a performance that that can hopefully kickstart our season.
4: It's obviously a you know a local game, and um, you know there'll be be uh, you know rivalry in, in the support, um, and that's exciting to be to be part of that, and that's important to us, of course, very important to us. But what's also really important to us is, is that we, um, we improve, and we prepare right for the game, and we try and pick up points for, for us, and um, that's where our, our commitment is and our focus is.
0: Hold that please, level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns.
1: Yeah, hi, nice to meet you.
0: Hi, now the most important thing to know is to hurt uh, in the parcel Rise plug sale.
1: The most important thing is what, sorry?
0: The single most important thing is to work in the channel has been bingus of the bypassal rise plug sale and you'll be fine.
1: Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot.
1: To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk
2: On now to a bit of cricket, and Moonales England won the T-20 series against Pakistan after winning the seventh match in Lahore. Here's Talksport's Sam Elard with more. So you could say here's Sam with more from Lahore if you wanted to.
1: In reply, Pakistan never got going, losing wickets on a regular basis. Their two best batsmen at the top of the order, Rizwan and Baba, out for single-figure scores. And from then on, the run chase never likely. They just scored 142 runs from their 20 overs. England excellent with the ball. In particular, Chris Wokes up front, figures of three for 26. It's been a cracking series. We've seen the emergence of Brook, the return of Wood, Duckett's brilliance, close finishes, and brilliant crowds. All of this with the World Cup just around the corner. England win the 70-20 by 67 runs and claim the series 4-3.
4: Brilliant game today. I thought from us, we, we played really well from the start. The batters obviously put on a very good score on, on that wicket. And um, I thought our bowling was outstanding again today with wet conditions. And I thought throughout
3: the series, we bowled really, really well.
2: Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts. From I'm back on Andy Drive Time Show at 4pm today, alongside the sneaker freak that is Darren Ben. Straight after us, it's live commentary of Leicester against Forest will build-up from 6. Me and, of course, the Drive Time Show is just two hours long. Do you get the same money? Yes, we get the £8. Pound. There would, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein's TalkSport daily podcasts that first thing in the morning, so do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day and above all. We'll be safe for one. beat safe.
0: Now hold that please level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns.
1: Yeah, hi, nice to meet you.
0: Hi. Now the most important thing to know is to urge in the bypassal rise plug sale.
1: The most important thing is what? Sorry.
0: The single most important thing is to urge in the channel has bingus of the bypassal rise plug sale, and you'll be fine.
1: Uh yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.